Hello, my friends. Welcome, welcome to the PMB Exam Radio Show. It's a pleasure to have you here today. Today, we're going to be talking about the knowledge areas. But we're not talking about the knowledge areas through the typical lens. Instead, we're going to talk about the knowledge areas through a hybrid lens. We are going to better understand what happens in each knowledge area from a more agile perspective. So let's start off by talking about one knowledge area that we typically don't talk about until later on. I'm talking about risk. The risk knowledge area from a predictive standpoint is seven processes. Plan risk management, identify risks, perform a qualitative and qualitative risk analysis. Then we talk about planning risk responses and then implementing risk responses. And then we monitor risk. But from an agile perspective, this is built into the very essence of agile. When you think about Scrum, which is the most popular agile framework, you see risks being managed through the very nature of Scrum. Let's take a look at some of the ceremonies and artifacts and how we navigate risk using these. So, if you take a look at the very first one, which is sprint planning, that's the first thing we talk about, right? Sprint planning in and of itself is a risk coping mechanism. Yes, we do estimates, but the great care we take in our estimates and the fact that later on we will use empirical numbers to do that, it shows you that it is a risk coping mechanism. We're trying to minimize uncertainty around our schedule, uncertainty around the scope that we take on. And that's why when we're getting into sprint planning, the hope is that we've already gotten those stories to the definition of ready. In other words, we can work those user stories, those product backlog items, because they meet the definition of ready, and that just makes it easier for us to run our estimates, whatever those estimates look like. Whether we are estimating using story points, or we're getting down to the granular task level in hours, it makes no difference. The reason why we do what we do the way we do it is a risk coping mechanism. So that's the whole purpose behind our sprint planning. When you take a look at the sprint itself, why do we use a two-week window or a four-week window or a one-week window or a few days? The reason, again, is a risk coping mechanism. The shorter we make the iteration, the less the risk. Longer iterations are known to be wildly risky because nothing is being delivered until quite later on. And you know what that could do? It could enable you to deliver the wrong thing, the completely wrong thing. And that is why when we take a look at the Scrum framework, you got to understand all of these things are just helping you cope with risk. What about the daily Scrum? 
the three questions or walk in the board, however you choose to do it. Again, a risk coping mechanism. What you're trying to do is ensure that those impediments, obstacles, and blockers that could threaten the team are brought to the surface. And at the same time, those accelerators, things that propel us, we also want to make sure that we bring those to the surface too. Let's take a look at the other ceremonies. So we have two more ceremonies to talk about. We have the sprint review and the sprint retrospective. But before we talk about those, let's talk about the informal ceremony known as backlog refinement. Why do we do backlog refinement? Again, it's to get ready. A risk coping mechanism before we actually arrive at the next sprint, right? They are all risk coping mechanisms. Every single one of these ceremonies, believe me when I tell you this, it's built into the fabric. But anyway, let's move on to sprint review. So the potentially shippable increment is done and we go into sprint review. Why? A risk coping mechanism. We're trying to deal with any uncertainties that could impact us downstream. Not just the PSI that is being reviewed, but also work that is yet to be decided upon. And that is why we don't look at the sprint review ceremony as a mere ceremony for reviewing the deliverable. We look at it as an opportunity to glean more intelligence, more knowledge from our customers, from our business people, from our stakeholders. And this knowledge is going to help us better target what needs to be done in a future sprint. It's going to help us to really fine-tune our understanding as to if this is something that the customer wants in the future. It's through those dialogues and discussions that we get to that point, that level of understanding. So whenever you take a look at Scrum, I want you to look at the framework itself as a way you manage risk. Last but not least, we have the sprint retrospective again. After all, what is risk? Uncertainty that could impact the project. Uncertainty that can impact the endeavor. So if we take a look at the sprint retrospective, what we see is, again, a way of coping with uncertainty. We're trying to fine-tune uncertainty. We're trying to look at opportunities, which again is risk management, remember? Risk is uncertainty that can impact the project positively or negatively. So we're also taking a look at opportunities, things that could impact us positively. And if we understand what to do better to get a better outcome and better result, then of course we should do it. And that's what risk is all about. So again, the retrospective, looking for these risks or opportunities, and I know we spin it with a quality bow around it, but the honest truth is it's really risk. It really boils down to risk at the end of the day. See? And that's the mindset that we need to have. The retrospective, a risk coping mechanism as well. To understand opportunities and threats to the team, to how the team is performing their work, and to take necessary action to align the way we're working. Okay? 
and you do know that we take a couple of items, put them back into the backlog, make them some very specific items that we use to improve. It's all risk. All right, so I hope this helps you to better think about the process of risk management. Think about it beyond just the seven processes of risk management that we've heard so many times. Instead, think about it as just organic things built into the process. Built into the process of Scrum, built into the process of Agile, whichever framework you decide to use, all right? I hope this helps you. Thank you very much for joining me, and I look forward to talking to you about the other knowledge areas soon. You take care. Bye for now.